ഫലാഹ <Sessizlik> is going to be a distinguishing factor for a person either being entered into Jannah or being thrown headlong into the fire of Jahan. Many, many places in the Quran and Majeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly mentions that as for that person, that person who brought Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and together with that, he followed it up with what we understand as amal salihah, good deeds, pious deeds, such deeds and such actions that gain the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, such deeds that earn the happiness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the one hand, we are required to bring Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in totality. In other words, not ascribing any partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person brings Iman, then he turns away from all other religions and he accepts and he understands 
that one Allah alone is his key and his proof to success. And ascribing any partners of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or entertaining any other form of religion is going to be a way of his eternal doom and destruction. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with this great wealth of Iman. And we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us upon Iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us die upon Iman. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrect us on the day of Qiyamah in such a condition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has pleased with us. So friends of the Allah, on the one hand, believe in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and together with that our requirement is to follow in the Amal and Salihah. On the other hand, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَكَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا وَلِقَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ فِي الْعَذَابِ مُحْضَرُونَ And as for those who disbelieve in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they deny every aspect of Iman that they deny every aspect of faith and every aspect of deen, then such a group of people, they will be thrown headlong in the fire of Jahannam. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this perfect deen, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this perfect Islam, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us for amongst the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the greatest of Allah's creation. A person has set foot upon the surface of the earth greater than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Indeed, it is an honor for us to be made for amongst the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because the elders, we find ourselves in this Mubarak month of Muharram, which is the first month of the Islamic calendar. And historically, there are many, many events that took place in this month of Muharram. One of those events that took place in this month of Muharram was the demise of, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the second greatest person of the Ummah, the Hazrat Ummah radiallahu anhu. And the next greatest person of this Ummah, is Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. So the demise of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu took place in this month of Muharram. You find that Umar radiallahu anhu, he was Amirul Mu'mineen. He was a leader of the believers. Approximately 23 years he was the Amir. And in his rule, or during his lifetime, Islam spread far and wide through many, many countries. And many, many countries were conquered during his time. He was a very, very beloved leader. And he was loved by all. He was very just and fair also. And one of the hallmarks of the leadership of Amir al-Mu'mineen Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu was his simplicity. Once a lady came, a person came to Madinah Munawara and they wished to meet the Amir al-Mu'mineen. And they see one person lying under a tree taking a rest. So they're looking for Amir al-Mu'mineen. So they go to this person lying under the tree and taking a rest all alone with no bodyguards or nobody around him. And they ask, ask him to direct them towards Amir al-Mu'mineen. And he introduces himself as Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. Amir al-Mu'mineen lying under the tree and taking a rest. Once Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu was patrolling the streets of Madinah at night and it was the habit of Umar radiallahu anhu that he should patrol the streets of Madinah whilst he was the leader to see to the needs of the people. And once he was patrolling the streets of Madinah and he came across a lady with some children and they had no food. So the lady was cooking something in the water and to try and pacify the hunger of the children. This was too much for Amir al-Mu'mineen Umar to bear. And immediately he went to the Baytul Mal. Personally he went and brought food and he cooked it and he served it to this family and he waited till the children after they had eaten till they were full and they were happy and they were playing. And then after this lady tells Hazrat Umar anhu that you should be the Amin instead of Hazrat Umar anhu. Without even introducing himself who he is, 
This is how he carried out his action. There are many, many incidents regarding him of his simplicity and his humility during his during his khilafat and during the time he was Amir al-Mu'mineen. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala always had this desire that he must be made shaheed, he must be blessed with martyrdom. And together with Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu, he should also make this dua. Allahumma arzukni shahadatan fi sabirik waj'al mawti bimaladi habibika sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That, oh Allah, make me a martyr in your part. In other words, bless me with shahadat, but together with that, Bless me with death in the Mubarak and the blessed city of Madinah, Manawar. People used to tell him, you know, Umar, you know well and you understand that battles are not fought in Madinah. Battles are fought out of Madinah. Battles are fought in Badr, Badr, etc. This was outside of Madinah, not in the city. So how are you going to be blessed with martyrdom in Madinah, Manawar? So Hazrat Umar radiallahu told him that that same Allah that brought me from Makkah to Madinah, that same Allah is going to give me shahadat in Madinah Munawara. Prior to the passing of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu, once Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu sees a dream, and in that dream he saw that a bird had come and picked at him three times. So he tells the Sahaba that I feel that the time, my time of death has come very, very near. Hazrat Umar was healthy and fit at that time. Hazrat Abu Musa al-Ashari radiallahu anhu, he mentions that he also saw in a dream, and in this dream he was walking upon many pathways. And thereafter these pathways narrowed, narrowed down to one pathway. And he says that I was walking on this pathway, and I came to a mountain, and on this mountain I saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and I saw next to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And Hazrat Abu Musa mentioned in his dream, he mentioned that he saw in his dream that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was indicating towards Umar radiallahu anhu to come and join them on the mountain. So I said, Abu Musa mentions that when I interpreted this dream towards Umar radiallahu anhu, this was ishara that the time for Umar radiallahu anhu to now leave the world had come very near. President Elders, for one point we understand from this dream also, is that he saw in his dream that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had his most beloved and closest companion Hazrat Abu Bakr with him and he was indicating for his next most beloved and closest companion Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu was very much loved and very very fair and just. There was a fire worshipper, Firuz Abu Nu'lu, who came with a matter in front of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu and he tells Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu that I would like you to mediate in a matter that I am having with my master. My master has given me a certain task to manufacture certain things. And in re relation in repayment for that, he's only given me four dirhams. So Umar anhu gave this Majusi, this fire worshiper, Piruz Abu Lu'lu, he gives him a hearing and he asks him more that this handmills that you are making, how long does it take, how much of time does it take you, etc, etc. And then after Hazrat Umar after doing the maths, sees that the repayment that he is collecting is fair in, in, in comparison to the work that he is doing. So Hazrat Umar tells him that I am finding your master to be very, very fair. Hazrat Umar intended that later on he will still intercede on his behalf. But in front of him he told him that what you are the, the wage that you are receiving is very, very fair. So this person became upset with Hazrat Umar anhu, and he tells him that you are fair with everybody else, you are just with everybody else. So he acknowledged 
that Hazrat Umar Allah's nature was to be fair and just. But he said that you are unfair with regards to me. And this is something many a times when a person passes judgment in favor of the opposition, then we will accept it. But when the when the judgment is passed against you, then naturally sometimes a first person feels it to be unfair. However, this Majusi thereafter decided to take revenge upon Hazrat Umar and he tells Hazrat Umar asks him that uh, what kind of handles do you make? So he said that I will make one for you and this will be the talk of the entire town. So Hazrat Umar after he had departed Hazrat Umar asked the Sahaba around him then what is this person saying? Do you understand what he is saying? So the Sahaba around Umar tells him that oh Umar this person is threatening you. Hazrat Umar says that may Allah will protect me and may Allah will be sufficient for me against him. The next few mornings later, it was the 23rd of Zulhijjah, it was the Masjid of Nabawi, Masjid Nabawi, the Masjid of Rasulullah on the Musalla of Rasulullah Hazrat Umar Amir is the Imam, it was his habit that he used to straighten the safs and after straightening the safs, it was the time of Fajr, so it was dark. And there were no lights at that time in Masjid Nabawi. Hazrat Umar begins performing the Salah. And as he is reciting Surah Fatiha, the Sahaba cannot see what is happening because it is dark. And they feel, they realize that the Surah Fatiha of Hazrat Umar has been interrupted. And Hazrat Umar loudly exclaims that he has attacked me. He has attacked me. So the Sahaba could not see what was going on. Hazrat Umar Abdurrahman bin Auf thereafter goes front and completes the Salah. Some of the Sahaba realize that the person has attacked Hazrat Umar so they go and try and apprehend him. But whilst they're trying to apprehend him, he began attacking more Sahaba. And out of the 13 Sahaba that he attacked, approximately eight of them had become Shaheed. And thereafter somebody took a cloth and placed it over him. And when he realized that he was now caught and there was no way out for him, he took his own life. To those Pharaohs Abu Nu'lu, who had attacked Amirul Mu'mineen, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Hazrat Umar radiallahu thereafter became very, very ill due to the gaping wound that he had in his stomach. We should understand that there was in that zamana where there was no modern uh, forms of surgery, etc. And there was no way that he could stitch it, etc. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu was suffering through with this illness. And even in his illness also, there were many, many lessons derived from the illness of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. That whilst lying in that condition, he used to go in and out of the state of consciousness. Sometimes he'd be conscious, sometimes unconscious. And Hazrat Miswar ibn Makhrama radiallahu anhu comes to visit Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. And he asks his son, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, that how is the condition of your father? He was lying out of, in a state of unconsciousness. So Hazrat Abdullah bin Umar tells him that my father is how you see him to be in this condition. So he asks him, doesn't he wake up? He says that the only time he wakes up is when he is reminded of the time of Salah. But whenever it is the time of Salah, then automatically he becomes alert and he awakens from this difficulty that he is in. So Hazrat Abdullah bin Umar thereafter says that As-Salah ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, As-Salah ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, that the time of Salah has now come near, the time of Salah has now come near. Hazrat Umar with a great amount of difficulty opens his eyes and says As-Salah, As-Salah, Salah, it is important, it is the lifeblood of his river, stressing the importance of Salah. And thereafter Hazrat Umar says that La hazza fi islami ni man taraka salah. 
There is no share in Islam for that person who leaves out his salah, who is negligent of his salah. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah will question insan about many things. But the first thing that Allah will question a person on the day of Qiyamah from all his actions is with regards to his salah. So this was the importance that Amir al-Mu'mineen, Hazrat Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu had placed in salah. And even in that condition, whatever food Hazrat Umar radiallahu used to eat, he used to come out from that hole in his stomach. And even in that condition, he called for water, he made wudu, and he performed his salah. Such was the importance that Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu had placed in salah. Together with his importance, upon adhering to the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam one youngster came in to visit him and his garment was below his ankles so as this youngster was walking out he calls him back and he says that my Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam just like this and he asked him to lift up his garment above his ankles this was the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to adhere even in that condition he, he emphasized the adherence upon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Even after Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu passed away, the Sahaba used to come and in small, small groups they used to make dua. So one Sahabi mentions Ali bin Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. He was crying. He said the entire room was silent. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu on the first of Muharram had passed away. And many Sahaba were in the room and they all were crying at the loss of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. And he says, I felt a tap on my back. And a person tells me that how lucky he is, how lucky he is. I swear by Allah, I would not love to leave this world with the actions of any other person, except like the actions of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu. So I turned around and there was none other than Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu. This was the claim that Hazrat Ali made regarding Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu that such was the actions of Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu that he did not want to have the actions of any other person like the actions of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Friends and elders, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu one Zahabi mentions that how fortunate Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu is that how many times in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and how many narrations of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam they are recorded wherein a sahabi mentions that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came wa ma'ahu Abu Bakr wa Umar that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came and with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar radiyallahu anhu and if you open the books of hadith you will find this all over that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam entered with him Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar radiyallahu anhu the same left and with him Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wherever they went these two companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu was Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells Hazrat Abu Bakr that you are my companion you, you were my companion in the cave when they made hijrah from Makkah al Makarabah to Medina Munawara Nabi Kareem could have chosen anyone but he chose his most beloved and close bosom friend and Abu Bakr Nabi Kareem says that you O Abu Bakr I'm a companion was my companion in the cave and you will be my companion at the Hosea Kosar. The Hosea Kosar is that well in Jannah that on the day of Qiyamah when the sun will be directly above a person's head and people will be drowning in their own sweat, in their own sins they will be drowning. 
But the only shade will be the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person who drinks from the hawza kosar in the Mubarak hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he will never ever be thirsty again. And he's guaranteed to say ishara of guaranteed jannat. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions on that day, who, are, who will be my companion? Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Friends and elders, unfortunately we find that in the month of Muharram, on the one hand, we love the Sahaba, we love the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We wish to aspire, we aspire and we wish to be and follow in the footsteps of the companion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But unfortunately even despite so much, so many ahadith and so many incidents recording the, regarding their close companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they become a target of attack. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the hadith that Allah, Allah fi ashabi, that fear Allah SWT regarding my sahaba, fear Allah SWT regarding harming my sahaba man ahabbahum fa bi hubbi ahabbahum whoever loves them with my love I will also love that person wa man abghadahum fa bi mufdi abghadahum and whoever hates my sahaba I hate that person also friends and elders it is our a, a main part of our deen and our sharia and the main part of Islam that together with loving Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa to love the companions and the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they are this such group and such group of people that time and again in the Quran Majid Allah SWT mentions that radiallahu anhum that Allah SWT is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah SWT we make dua to Allah SWT that Allah Rabbalizad blesses us and grants us the realization of having the true love for each and every sahabi as sahaba to kulluhum adul Nabi Akrim mentioned that each and every sahabi is fair and is just they are like guiding stars that whichever uh, sahabi you follow you will be rightly guarded may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the true realization and the love for sahaba especially Abu Bakr Umar Usman and Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala wa akhludana alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah, <laughs> 
وما شاكرون فنعمهم وكرمهم ولقاهم نظره وسرورا ان هذا كان لكم جزاء وكان سعيكم مشكورا فسبحان من بيده ملكوت كل وجود لم يزل ولا يزال عليما قديرا نشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له نشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي بعثه بين يدي الساعه ليكون للعالمين نذيرا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اتقوا النار ولو بشق تمرت وكما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بما فيه من الايات والذكر الحكيم اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رحمه ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على ازواج ذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر وشدهم في امر الله عمر واصدقهم حياء عثمان واقضاهم علي وفاطمه سيده النساء اهل الجنه والحسن والحسين سيده شباب اهل الجنه وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وكل صحابه اجمعين الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم وردا من بعدي من احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون حضر كسر بليس فور ان جابس سبيكين سبس شور الدريم صلى الله عليه اللهم اكبر اللهم اكبر اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اقول ان محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاه حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاه قد قامت الصلاه اللهم اكبر اللهم اكبر لا اله الا الله الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم 